0: On you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin.
1: Welcome to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. This is Dr. Dan. Freedom Forum Radio is for you, faithful listeners, no matter who you voted for or what political party you belong to. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is not about politics, it's about principle. It's not about candidates, it's about conscience and the Constitution. Like the name implies, this is a program about freedom, individual freedom, your freedom, where it comes from, what it means to you, and most importantly, how to hang on to it. This is Dr. Dan. Most of you easily recognize that our nation is a nation in trouble. We have entered into a downward spiral that has uh, caused the demise of many societies and many civilizations over the course of human history. In our case, we have entered a spiral of debt, uh, in which this month we're going to use the National MasterCard to pay off the interest on the visa. And next month, we'll use the National Visa Card to pay the interest on the MasterCard. I have to admit, I tried that in college. Uh, It did not work very well, but fortunately I had my parents to bail me out. Uh, We, unfortunately, in this country don't have parents to bail us out, and the people who are bailing us out, like uh, China and Russia and Japan and people like that, are definitely not our friends. Uh, They are actually our sworn enemies, and that's not good. We have a spiral of dependency, and since... The Great Society began. We've spent about $17 trillion to try to eradicate poverty. We have done absolutely nothing to eradicate poverty, but we have a dependency class of people now who cannot live without handouts from the federal government, and that is a cycle of poverty that is impossible to break, and uh, people in it are not willing to give it up. And probably, worst of all, we have a downward spiral spiral of immorality. The people that we send to Washington and to the State House to lead us, to legislate for us, are pretty much uh, a gang of interchangeable thieves and liars who act mostly to build their own wealth, build their own power, ignore the Constitution, and unfortunately we are using them as a role model for how we behave as individuals in this society. We used to be a society of moral, intelligent beings who could make thoughtful decisions, and instead we are allowing ourselves to make decisions that are not moral and they're not just and they're not, in many cases, not legal. So when these things start to happen... People start thinking of solutions, and we have been discussing solutions on Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum for the last several months. We heard first from a group called the Convention of States, who has proposed that we call a convention of the states by having the individual states uh, get together and make sure, have, have Congress call a convention of states to amend our Constitution. After that, we had Publius Hulda on here, and she and I discussed the rightful remedy uh, and When we say the rightful remedy, we're in good in good company because this is the remedy that our founders the the those intelligent moral individuals who wrote our constitution, gave us the tools to protect ourselves from a tyrannical central government, which is what we have now, and those tools are nullification, interposition and secession, if necessary, and they all meant that to be our tools. They said it over and over again. I read lots of the minutes of the ratifying conventions of the individual states during that period of time, and if you read those, you will understand what the mood was of those people, and that was they did not want another monarch. They did not want a monarch ruling over them or a strong, tyrannical central government a sovereign central government, to make rules and regulations for everybody. This is the concept of the sovereign man. I am a sovereign man. Each one of you are sovereign men and women. We have the say-so over what happens to our lives. That is the key to our freedom. So we're going to continue our discussion of remedies, of problems and remedies that we're facing with a gentleman named Jeff Lewis, Jeff Lewis is part of the Patriot Coalition, and I want to welcome you, Jeff Lewis, to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum and Freedom Forum Radio. Welcome, Jeff Lewis. Thank you for being a guest on this radio program.
2: Oh, it's my uh, my honor, and uh, good afternoon to you, Dr. Dan, and to your, uh, your broad listenership. Uh, I, I couldn't agree with more with what you just said. Um, we, we are up against, <clears throat> really, tyranny at all levels of government, and the, the, the dumbing down of America has been so successful over the course of several generations now, I mean, the, 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 mostly in the past hundred years. There's been a concerted, progressive effort uh, to remove from Joe and Jane Citizens' minds that uh, the... the basic principles of liberty, and to stop educating us about our, our Constitution and the Bill of Rights, the protections of our liberties, what the, uh, the whole purpose of government in our constitutional republic, because we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. You, I know you're familiar with what Jefferson said about democracy, that it's nothing more than mob rule. Where fifty one percent of the people can take away the take away the rights of the other forty nine percent
1: I know you know a democracy is uh is a lynch mob uh, where fifty people want to lynch one man and the vote is always fifty to one uh, That's what democracy is and and you you're so right about education. you mentioned one of the one of the key problems here is we have uh purposely over the last hundred years been educating kids. Incorrectly, they have ignored true history, and we—they've been educating kids about really collective thought. Uh, and how many times have you heard a kid in high school say, "Well, we're a democracy"? It's because that's what they're taught. Uh, they're not Absolutely. taught that we're a constitutional republic.
2: If if you don't know what your rights are, and don't place a value on. Uh, you're not going to know when somebody's abusing them or if they're abusing the rights of your neighbor. Uh, one of the, the uh, national groups we work with is the National Center for Constitutional Studies. It was started by Dr. Cleon Scouse, who wrote The uh, "The Naked Communist, and Naked Capitalist, and probably the book most people are familiar with, The 5,000-Year League. What you'd said about being a sovereign man uh, the reason Doctor Scalzo named it the Five Thousand Year Leap because it was the first time in recorded history where the people themselves were the sovereigns—that the government was of by and for the people—and that had never happened before. Well, um,
0: you know, there, that... there was always
2: a, a, a king or a, a dictator or some despot that was—that was the sovereign.
0: We have to take a quick commercial break here on Doctor Dan's Freedom Forum. More right after this.
1: And you know what sovereign, of course, means. Sovereign is the person who has the right to make a decision that must be carried out. If you're a sovereign man, you make decisions for yourself. Other people don't make decisions for you. Um, And that's the key. And you're right, because uh, in mentioning that, because up until the founding of our republic, all there was were sovereigns. There were kings this, king of that, queen of that, and whatever, all through recorded history, and all, every all the people, ninety nine percent of the people were just cannon fodder to a bunch of aristocrat you know elitists who controlled everything. They were the sovereign, and the people had no sovereignty. And when we got rid of our sovereign, King George of England, that's when the people, those wonderful moral people who founded this nation, stood up and said, wait a minute. We, as individuals, are sovereign, and we're going to write a document that says that. And that's what our Constitution is.
2: Absolutely. You asked me, uh, uh, before we get into the leads, uh, uh, about the Patriot Coalition before we came on air. If I could, I, I give you a little, you and your listeners a little history of the Patriot Coalition and what our objectives are, what our mission is.
1: I think that's very important, Jeff, because the Patriot Coalition could very well be an important force for us to use to regain the constitutional republic that we're all seeking. Tell us, what exactly is the Patriot Coalition?
2: Well, um, I, I have to, to, to go back a little bit. Uh, I... I <clears throat> I'm the national director of two uh, national coalitions, the FIRE Coalition, which is Federal Immigration Reform and Enforcement Coalition, um, whose primary mission was to secure our borders and enforce our immigration laws, to essentially uphold Article 4, Section 4, which guarantees us protection against invasion. And it's our position that since 9-11, 2001, America has been in the largest invasion in world history and the numbers support that. There have been times uh, especially in the 2002 to 2008 range where we had essentially a D-Day invasion of illegal alien invaders coming across our southern border every month. Every month out of the year. And everybody that uh, a good percentage of the illegal alien population that comes here uh does so illegally because they have a criminal record or something in their their history that would prevent them from coming here legally. Well, those are those are the people we want to keep out to protect American uh America and American lives. And according to two uh, congressional uh, GAO studies, one in 2005, uh, commissioned by uh, Congressman Steve King and a bipartisan GAO study in 2011, commissioned by Congressman Steve King and Congresswoman Zoe Loughran, that confirms that we're losing 25 Americans a day on American soil at the hands of illegal aliens. And that that works out to about a a dozen drunk driving deaths, eight to nine murders, and three or four negligent homicides, which were deaths that wouldn't have occurred but for the fact that the illegal alien was involved in an
1: incident. That's a very chilling, you know. That's a very chilling statistic, uh, and and a statistic I'd never heard before. That, and when you think about it, um, talking about uh, illegal immigration uh, or illegal aliens, you're absolutely right. I mean, if if this, if they were if they were crossing our borders with Humvees, armored vehicles, and all armed and dressed for battle uh it would be an armed invasion of the United States, similar to what D Day was for us against against the Germans. And uh I think it's a very, very instructive for you to give us that picture. Because although they're not coming over in that manner, it still is an invasion. And I had never heard uh that they have costing twenty five US citizens per was that per day?
2: Per day. Per so day. nine thousand a year. And just since nine eleven uh, we're in the uh, 120, 115, 120,000 lives. Uh, you, you recall the outrage over what happened at Sandy Hook or in Boston or in Aurora, Colorado. Uh, and, and and not to take anything away from the, 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 the crisis and the tragedy of those people who were gunned down, but we're losing that many every single day of the week and have been for years. To, to the extent that it's now over six figures. We've lost more people just since 9-11 on American soil than we lost in the previous 50 years of every war, every conflict, every terrorist attack, every embassy attack uh, around the world combined.
1: What was that figure again since
2: 9-11? Since 9-11, uh, we go to firecoalition.com. We have a running ticker on there on the homepage. And the current number is 114,350.
1: 114,350. Uh, 114, American citizens dead from illegal immigration.
2: Right. Now, that's, uh, that's not necessarily all Americans, because some of the victims are immigrants or illegal aliens themselves. So
1: lives people. lost.
2: Yeah. People killed here. Like I said, that's more than the Korean War, the Bay of Pigs, Vietnam, uh, Grenada. Uh, we've, we've got, uh, if, if they'll go to uh, OperationBodyCount.com, we've, we've got a chart there that shows the numbers and has links to those two GAO reports. And we, uh, one of the gentlemen we work with at the Fire Coalition, uh, Mr. Peter Wagner, was doing research. He wrote The, the Dark Side of Illegal Immigration. And he was trying to find real statistics on this and couldn't find any. And he eventually found his way into a conversation with the FBI, uh, because that's where everybody was kind of pointing him to. If anybody ought to know what the real numbers are, it should be the FBI. And after some back and forth, and I've seen the actual emails uh, that he had with the FBI, that uh, (laughs) it it would be their job, but uh, they're not tracking illegal alien crime. And when Mr. Wagner asked them, well, why not? They said, because Congress hasn't told us to. Which sounded kind of flip um, and callous, but the man was telling the truth. Uh, the crime reporting that's done in this country to the FBI is based on the Uniform Crime Reporting Act that was passed back in the 20s. And if, if they're not authorized to do it, they can't do it. And so we... Uh, um uh, met with, uh, we started this battle, goodness, uh, three or four Congresses ago. Um, we met with Congressman Walter Jones and uh, then Congressman Tom Tancredo, who was chairman of the House Immigration Reform Caucus, and brought it to their attention. And uh came up with a, a simple bill that Congressman Jones initially sponsored and several others co-sponsored. That's called the Illegal Alien Crime Reporting Act that changes this Uniform Crime Reporting Act to add two categories, because uh, state and local law enforcement are already required on a monthly basis to report certain crimes, violent crimes, rape, robberies, murders, uh, felony crimes, um, to the FBI. But they don't differentiate between citizens and non-citizens. There's no differentiation between a legal immigrant or a migrant worker, somebody who's legally authorized to be here, and the illegal alien invader. There's no differentiation. So we, we wanted them to change, to uh, add two columns to the reports that they are already required to, to submit and just add nationality and legal status. And the first uh, two or three times we had it introduced, it was called the Illegal Alien Crime Reporting Act. Uh, this current uh, Congress, we renamed it after one of our victim's families, uh, Jamil Shaw, Jr., or second, was a, a student at uh, a, a rising football and track star at L.A. High School. His mother, Sergeant Anita Shaw, was serving over in Iraq. So she's over uh, defending America, if you believe in, while we were there. And because of sanctuary city policies in Los Angeles and California, and because of the way the federal government is then looking the other way at enforcing our, our, our immigration laws, uh, her son was killed by an illegal alien gangbanger who had just been released from jail <laughs> a day or two earlier. So she gets called on the carpet to see her commanding officer open the rack and is wonder what did I do wrong? You don't usually get you know, short notice to go see the skipper or the commanding officer unless you've done something wrong. And she gets in there and finds out she hadn't done anything wrong. Her son's been murdered out in front of her home uh, in L.A. So uh, the current bill is H.R. 1888, House Bill 1888. It's the Jamil Shaw, Jr. Memorial Act of 2013. It's only about four pages long. It's very short. It's not going to be expensive. But if you've got a problem and... Uh, until you know where the, the concentration of your problem is, you can't really uh, allocate manpower and resources effectively to combat that problem.
0: And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom.
2: Yeah, when I
1: play the hoochie-coochie man, I get joy in everything. Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning we okay.